0: This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash loot crate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. It's a brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline, and we are back to talk more WWE NXT on the USA and uh, WWE Network's the 594th episode of NXT. I
1: was like, I was sending you a number. I was like, I think this is it.
0: Was that it? Was that the number you it were was saying?
1: It. It, was. Perfect. it was. I was like, 594, here we
0: go. <laughs> um, the beginning of the 2021 Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic, of which uh, there will be a, men, uh, a men's and a women's winner this year. So that's cool. Yes.
1: And I will say, the women's, I'm kind of excited about. Here's my mm. prediction, because Charlotte and Oscar are the current um, uh, tag team women's champions. Oh, OK. And I think they come to the next takeover.
0: Oh, that could be fun! Like the because like, gets a, a tag title shot.
1: I think that I think it makes sense, and they're both like NXT favorites. Hmm. I think I think this is where it's going.
0: That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah.
1: Right, especially because the two of them, and I think they drop them. Ooh. I think they come to NXT. Okay. right here first.
0: Very bold predictions for the year 2021 already.
1: I'm going all in quick here. That's my resolution. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let's yeah. dive into uh, this latest episode here of, uh, of NXT. I have thoughts.
1: Me too. Um, all right, so we start here with Shotzi and Candice um, because that's not over. No. Um, so so Shotzi's starting early with hits, Candace moving out of the way, but not getting in any offense of her own. Shotzi um, with a cross body off the top rope for a two. Um, Shotzi then tumbling Candace around the ring by her neck and then trying to break Candace's arm. Candice able to get Shotzi down for a two. Shotzi not letting go of Candace's arm at all, but Candice able to get to the bottom rope to break it up. Candace on the ropes and Shotzi pulls her down and Candace's head hits the turnbuckle, and it looks super painful. Shotzi in a bridge and maybe trying a submission here? I don't know. It was kind of weird. Um, Candice is able to get Shotzi down for a two again. Then um, she gets uh, Shotzi uh, back first into the corner, then flips her on the apron, but Shotzi f- starts fighting back. Um, here's where this got weird for me. Wade... Maybe starting cheering for Shotzi, so not sure what's happening on the announced side. Um, both ladies on the outside, and Shotzi gets Candice down into the barricade. Indy comes over but stops when the ref sees her, but it allows Candice to break the count and um, and then get Shotzi down on the ground on the outside of the ring. Shotzi with a lot of offense and gets a big kick to the face and then the butt-to-the-back thing she does for a two. Um, both ladies on the apron, and Shotzi has Candice by the neck, but Candice pushes her off. And into the post, Shotzi responds with a DDT to the floor, and he goes over to see how Candice is, um, and Shotzi flies out of the ring onto both of them. Shotzi able to get Candice back into the ring for a two, Candice now picking up some steam, gets uh, Shotzi down with a super kick for a two. Candice on the ropes, uh, but Shotzi takes her down, and Candice able to respond with her Gargano escape. Uh, but Shotzi rolls up Candice for a two. Candice able to roll back into the escape. Then this really cool flipping knee to the neck move by Shotzi. Then another DDT. Shotzi on the ropes and Indy goes over, but um, kicks her. But she gets kicked away. Um, but that gives Candace time to get back to her feet, climb the ropes, and wins with a swinging net breaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the right person won, and I want this feud to end. Not my not a bad match but uh I want better for Candace
0: agreed uh not bad not good um mm-hmm. it was there um they both worked hard um I agree the right person mm-hmm. won uh Candace hit I don't know if she has a name for that she used to have a name for that move it was Miss Lorray's wild ride because of course Disney Mr
1: toads wild yes ring, yeah.
0: Candace a big a big fan of the Disney uh, but that probably seems too nice for the person who is now the poison pixie. So that
1: ride doesn't even exist anymore.
0: No, she's just an old school fan, Jacqueline. Going back to the, yeah. going back to the uh, the. What was the original uh, Disney in Anaheim? I think
1: Disneyland. Yes.
0: Yes. Um, so clearly a, a fan going way back. Um, she
1: could call it the dark fairy tale.
0: Ah, oh, look at that! See. Mhm. That's perfect. Um, Thank you. But, yeah, I, I went with two and three quarters. Ooh. Was that, a, was that a little low for your standards?
1: No, I said me, too. Oh, Sorry. did you?
0: It kind of yeah. cut out. Internet. Uh, it kind of cut out ah. just a teeny bit. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, all I heard was ooh, kind of like you disagreed uh. with me. <laughs> <laughs> or you're like that's a low score uh, grapple if I can open it properly uh, 2.76 so like right it's, on the dot
1: wow I'm impressed with that one mm-hmm. uh, next we see Pete Dunn with Danny and Oni outside um, ready to watch all that's going on um, making their way in mm-hmm. so that's a thing in the parking lot still
0: no Pat McAfee
1: still no Pat McAfee he only makes special appearances
0: apparently yes
1: uh, Finn Balor's out. He's very proud of his title. Still love it on Kyle a little, uh, little bit, inferring that maybe Kyle's jaw is broken. Yes. Um, uh, oh, he says what is my, one of my favorite lines, not mm-hmm. just in wrestling but like in TV. Um, oh, he wow. says they stopped manufacturing the cloth that I, I'm cut from.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that one. And That's I'm, a good one.
1: I'm stealing it. Um, Pete comes out to interrupt Finn, um, and I am so excited for this rivalry. Me too. Um, Pete done saying he's been watching Finn his entire career, but the guy's only like twenty three. So yeah, I mean, I get you start young, but like, come on, dude, you baby. <laughs> um, Finn talking, uh, taking out all the guys, um, but eventually it just gets to be too much. Um, Pete gets Finn down. Oni and Danny coming in to stomp on him, and then Kyle comes out to help him out. They're all wearing black, though, so it all kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Um, But then, luckily, Roderick Strong and Adam Cole come out in red. Yes. um, And uh, Finn brought them back to NXT, so I guess they feel a kind of kindred ship Mm -hmm. with him. Um, Mm -hmm. But really, I just think Finn Balor's out here to uh, take over Bobby Fish's um,
0: (laughs) spot until he gets better. He kind of has, yeah, vanished a little bit, Yeah. Um, Well, he's
1: hurt, right? After War Games, didn't he get hurt again? uh,
0: Maybe he did. I don't really remember. Apologies. I believe he he did. Apologies to Robert Fish, Um, but I do Mm -hmm. not recall. Um, Yeah, a little bit of tension here between Finn and Kyle, uh, because Mm -hmm. their rivalry is uh, one in which where they admire each other, but uh, they're maybe not friends. They're... Yeah, um, frenemies. Yeah, they're frenemies, for sure. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Um, next, we get Johnny Gargano backstage showing off some new merchandise. He has mm-hmm. a way t-shirt on. Yes. Um, he's proud of Candice and ready to go up against Dexter Loomis mm. tonight, which is weird. Mackenzie um, so rem- m- reminding Gargano of his loss la- last week and that he's facing Kushida in the first round of the Dusty Cup. And Johnny's uh, yelling, really, that he was in skinny jeans, and really, that's what I said to Johnny, so... It's really I mean,
0: hard to compete in skinny jeans, so...
1: It is. It is.
0: It's really hard. You, um, could, you could probably argue that it's hard to walk, so... Uh, I mean...
1: <laughs> it, I mean, you gotta get the stretchy kinds.
0: Yeah, yeah, agree. You gotta
1: get the kind of some stretch in them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or just go straight jeggings. Why not? Yes. Um, <laughs> you never know when you'll be in a wrestling match. Apparently, right? <laughs> uh, the grizzled young veterans come out. They gave Zach Zach Gibson a mic. Um, always a good idea. To, which right, you can't go wrong. Um, I'm glad they're in NXT. Um, proper. Yes. Um, I think they should be here. Apparently, they're going up against Ever Rise. <laughs>
0: um, yes. Uh,
1: but no one cares about them, and I forgot their names again. So, uh, so. This kind of goes a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, William Regal has a recorded message for everyone. Um, it's no war game announcement, but he is there to kick off the Dusty Rhodes classic. Um, not, all right.
0: not the same energy, yeah.
1: No, no, not as exciting. Um, all right, match starts. Gibson um, starting, um, and uh, they're in a lockup. Uh everize licks his palm and slaps Gibson... Um, gross, man. These are COVID times. Yes. You don't do that. No. Um, next ever guy in, uh, ever guy in, and <laughs> Gibson tags in Drake. I really forgot their names at the beginning. I get better, I promise. I really approve um,
0: of Ever-Guy <laughs> so much.
1: <laughs> Drake able to get Ever-Guy down in a hold. <laughs> um, James Drake running back and forth and gets a knee to the face to Ever-Guy during a hip toss. Um, Drake gets taken down by his hair, then lots of kicks. Gibson able to pull Drake out of the ring and save his buddy. Um, Gibson calming Drake down before they get back in the ring. Mm-hmm. Drake tags in Gibson, uh, and he takes Everize down uh, face first, um, takes out the one on the outside as well, and then tags Drake back in um, to get some great tandem offense. And then they take out the guy on the outside. Um, Drake giving ever um, who I think is Parker at this point, the business. Um, Drake just decimating Parker, which um, Vic Joseph confirmed for me, uh, and throws him to the outside, tags in Gibson, whose first order of business is also to go to the outside and take down Parker. Gibson has Parker down almost into a one-legged crab, Parker able to kick his way out, uh, and Drake comes back in. Gibson spins Parker into a spinning heel kick by Drake. Um, uh, now Gibson back in, Parker takes down Drake and then gets Gibson out of the ring, uh, and he Goes to tag in his partner, um, but uh, but Drake, uh, I th- I don't know what I wrote here. Um, Drake in legally, I think. Um, the Martell in and trying to take out everyone. He flings Drake into the corner who flips himself upside down uh, and then gets taken down with a big clothesline. Um, ever goes for tandem offense and Gibson helps his partner. Um, Drake again goes down um, by both members of Everize and he's down for a two, which again is broken up by Gibson. Gibson able to run all kinds of interference to help out Drake. Um, they finally get Martell by himself. Drake tags in Gibson and then they get the ticket to Mayhem for the win.
0: Definitely, the um, right team won.
1: Yes, I said that too. Um, uh, and a little bit better than I expected. I think Grizzled Young Veterans are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope they progress far in this tournament.
0: So, yes, Grizzled Young Vets are great. Uh, Everise, I guess, were the good guys in this match. Even, haven't they been bad guys for weeks?
1: No, no. This was this was a full on heel match because later we get a full on face match.
0: I mean, I know we did um but the way that everrise behaved in this match was akin to like a good guy team like martel one at one point got the uh the hot tag and fired up and started mowing mm-hmm. down grizzled young vets and clearly of the two of them one team is definitely more heelish than the other everrise is just annoying um well
1: yeah no we don't like everrise
0: no but they got they definitely did stuff in this match to signify that they were the the least bad team compared to the other team or at least that was the feeling that I got which was mm. kind of confusing uh this match was not bad uh much like the first match um it it landed right in that same zone for me uh mm. I'm happy that Grizzled Young vets won uh me too. I'm happier to move on from everize I went two and three quarters again
1: I went a full three. Okay.
0: Uh, And, boy, sometimes this app just doesn't want to stay open for me. Uh, And grapple, the people over there went 2.77.
1: All in line tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We we get a recap of the last woman's standing match. Uh, Raquel now wanting to make a play for the championship, and she uses the word bitch. Oh, my damn. Oh,
0: boy. I mean, that doesn't what? happen. That doesn't happen often, but... Not much, it, it, it especially
1: doesn't... with the women. Usually, it's the men calling each other a bitch. Yes. So, like, this is serious business. Mm-hmm. Um, but... <laughs> ra- we- we have to remember, Raquel did pin EO at War Games, so it makes sense that she's going to try for it. Yes. Um, Shotzi's backstage, and she's not happy about her loss, but is looking uh, at the women's Dusty Cup and is teaming up with Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a smart matchup because Shotzi needs someone more technical. Yes. Because <laughs> she's, she's just a wild card. Like, yeah, there's no she, other way to describe her.
0: <laughs> yes. I kind of like the team. It, I do, too. It's sort of. It feels like they wouldn't fit, but also they do. So I don't mm-hmm.
1: know. Not bad. I hear you. Not bad. Bravo, Bravo, mm-hmm. I should say. <laughs> uh, we get Gargano versus Loomis. Um, yes. In and in, I think this is a non, is this a non-title match? I believe that's
0: yes, correct. yes. Okay.
1: So Dexter Loomis, he uh, hosted New Year's Evil, and all he gets out of that is a non-title match against Johnny Gargano. Poor yeah. guy. Yes. Um, Gargano coming out and loving the crowd reaction. Mm-hmm. He loves the booze. Mm-hmm. I think he um, like revels in it. So Vic Joseph talks about Johnny Gargano's uh, gear because it's browns colored, which is orange and brown. Gross. Um, and Wade bringing up that Vic and Johnny watch the Browns game together. So like a nice little... Dig in from social there.
0: Yeah. You saw, I presume you also saw that video that Candace filmed. (laughs) did. Of them standing in front of the TV watching (laughs) the game.
1: It's like the most little kid sweet thing in the world. And you're (laughs) like, but you're supposed to be the bad
0: guy. Yes.
1: I don't think they get this yet, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Back in the day, they would have been fired uh, for not sticking to the, not sticking to their character, living, living the gimmick, as they used to say in the olden days
1: no I thought that that was great and I love that Wade Baird is like jabbing him for it like yes it's just funny um, wait, uh, Dexter Loomis comes out and he slithers in the ring as he normally does uh, and Beth just laughing while she's trying to talk and it's pretty great like it pr- really cracked her up tonight mm-hmm. um Gargano really upset by this picture that Loomis drew of him crying like a little baby. Yes. Um, so, uh, so we get ready to go and, and Gargano's all fired up. Um, Loomis with a slap to the face and then some big kicks Gargano going off the ropes and Loomis jumps at him to take him down. They meet face to face and slither around the ring together until gargano gets out and loomis slithers right out after him loomis with a lot of hits uh, on the outside to gargano like way more than um would have thought loomis going to get back into the ring and gargano trying to punch him off gargano looking to take loomis down but loomis able to hold him off and then gets in uh all his own offense and gets gargano down before flipping off the top off the top rope but johnny moves uh just in time Gargano had Loomis in a hold, but Loomis not ready to tap. Gargano speared Loomis during the break, which we didn't see but saw on replay. Gargano now with knees to Loomis' back. Gargano yo-yoing um, Loomis off the rope to give shoulders to the back. Loomis coming back to life and slams Gargano down on his back. Loomis with some big punches here now and then a bulldog. Loomis gets Gargano in a slingshot suplex, then a belly to back suplex, followed by his weird jumping back to the um, of the knee to the neck move to get a two. Loomis goes for the silence, but Gargano is not quite in it. Um, Gargano then jumps off the top rope and Loomis catches him. Loomis goes for uh, something, but Gargano able to wiggle his way out of it and rolls up Loomis for a two. Now it becomes a strike exchange. Loomis looking to go off the top rope, um, but Theory gets his foot. Mm. Um, Gargano gets a step up in Sigiri, and then looks for the one final beep but Loomis fights his way out of it uh, and he's able to respond um, with the silence um, on Gargano but Theory comes in to interfere. Loomis puts Theory in the silence on the apron Gargano goes to roll up Loomis and in the process flips Theory in the ring and then out the other side Gargano able to use it to rope up Loomis for or to roll up Loomis for the three um mm. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I thought this was yeah. a pretty good match. Um, and, an overall, a, not a bad showing by Loomis.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, I think we all know that I am not the biggest Dexter Loomis fan in the world. Uh, most of my match ratings for him tend to be fairly low, uh, not reaching average. Um, but he was in there with Johnny Gargano this week. Johnny's always good. Um, I mean, I know they're doing a more comedy-oriented thing with him, and we already also know that I am not a big fan of that, but they are kind of continuing sort of in that vein uh, as well. That being said, when you mash it all together with the match that they had here, I did go two and a half.
1: Okay, and I went two and three quarters. Okay, so hey, pretty close. Yeah, and as I say, I think I like Loomis a little bit more than you. I think to me right now, he's showing off a little bit more. Um, yeah, of what he can do. I mean, he's definitely also- very
0: athletic as well. So yeah, yeah,
1: which you don't expect from him. Also, before you go to the grapple thing, I watched the Keith Lee documentary on um, the WWE Network, and uh, Loomis and Keith Lee in some pictures together. So like, that's huh. fun too.
0: I did not. <laughs> That is like a weird, like buddy thingy yeah. that I did not know I wanted to know more about. But there's
1: like Loomis, Keepley and like Mia Yim all in a picture together, and because you can't mistake this man's eyes, right? Oh, like no. it's just him. Does like, he always
0: look like that? Even when he's like a normal human outside of I wrestling? don't
1: think he. I don't think he was smiling. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> Grapple liked it significantly less than us, giving it a two point oh five.
1: Oh, I didn't think it was that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, post match, Loomis goes after Theory, which you should mm-hmm. um, Gargano gets involved and goes to get the chair and Kushida comes out for the help um, he gets Gargano in the hoverboard lock um, and he just tries to tap his way out like his life depends on it, Theory goes to help, um, but Loomis gets him um, back in the silence and Kushida has officially announced he's coming for the title and that's what I want mhm what I want <laughs> Um, very excited about it. Yes. Um, Mackenzie gets the Brit and Brawlers backstage. Danny had a message for Undisputed Era, um, and Pete is not happy with Kyle. So guess they're going to be taking out soon. Yes. Um. <laughs> oh, next. This is a weird little segment here, and I'm going to preface it by um, with uh, someone else's theory. Okay. Here, if you will. So, um, my husband has a great theory. I don't know how you're going to respond to this, and I'm really excited. So Wade sat down with um, Timothy Thatcher and my husband's pick to win the Royal Rumble, Champa.
0: Ah, yes.
1: <laughs> um,
0: I mean, do you want me to respond? To, do you want me to respond to his theory right now?
1: You don't have to, but you can.
0: <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't see it happening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not, not for the purposes of ridicule or anything. Uh, just based off of what I know about Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, yeah, uh, there word has it that uh, at one point he was considered to be a call up. Um, actually, I think you probably remember this. There was that time where there were like these weird tag teams. Um, yep. like they did Alistair Black and Ricochet. And I think were they doing Ciampa and Gargano? I believe they, they were. were at they, that time, yes. They were showing up on the main roster for a few shows here and there. Uh and it was right before Ciampa got injured again, I mm-hmm. think. And or had suffered some sort of injury. I don't recall. I don't remember if it was a long one or a short short one, but um there was talk that uh the rumor anyway was that he was he and Johnny were to both to go up and that champa said that at least this is the rumor anyway said that he would retire before being called up to the main roster he wanted to stay in nxt that's where he wanted to wrestle and that uh when his time came he wanted to help the younger people come up but he was not interested in going to like the main roster shows so he may well, make a Royal Rumble appearance or something, but I don't think he would win. Just because mm, it sounds like he is only interested in doing NXT, and quite frankly, that sounds like what Johnny Gargano was interested in doing too. Well, now that they're but now that they're not
1: traveling, maybe they're more open to it.
0: Quite, possi- quite, quite possibly. Uh, I have heard that Daniel Bryan might be winning the Royal Rumble this year. So
1: interesting. I like the Royal Rumble. They're That's on- another story. They're
0: only like a bunch of years late on getting around to making Daniel Bryan, the winner of the Royal rumble, but Mm -hmm. yeah, better, better (laughs) late. They were guys, they were clamoring for him to do that. Like four or five years ago. Like you're, you're a little late to the party, but (laughs) (laughs) whatever.
1: I don't know. Um, Okay. So Wade has to sit down. Um, So I guess they're having their fight pit match next week. So something to look forward to. One thing note, Timothy Thatcher fantastic sit- sitting posture mm, yeah I don't think we talk about it enough he he sits very well
0: well quite frankly <laughs> I don't know if we were exposed to it until now so uh yeah. that being said, he sits exactly the way a man uh a man like him i, I think would have sat so uh <laughs> he, he feels like one of those people to me yes
1: as someone who's working on their posture this year like because mm. my back is always bothering me I yes. admire it because it's mm-hmm. not easy yes um, uh, Champa also showing off his fantastic act- acting skills mm-hmm. um, he doesn't like Thatcher as a teacher I can see that we all hated those segments Champa just take him out mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. all right uh, Mackenzie's backstage again with Undisputed Era Adam Cole um, just so cool he's not worried about anyone um, Kyle will be out to join them though ringside just in case tonight yes so, to get that announcement. Alright, next we have one of the weirdest matchups of the evening. Um, Jake Atlas and Swerve. Yes, the um, weird versus, team that hates each other. Versus MSK. So, yes. um, before this match started, I noted um, the internet, Twitter mostly, said that MSK are the rascals from Impact, so let's see. Um, mm-hmm. Not like I would know who those guys were anyway. Yes. But, um, thanks Twitter. Um, you make me sound <laughs> smart sometimes. <laughs> Um, Swerve out here looking like a good guy again. Um, MSK, like I said, no idea who they are, but they have so much GD energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not, I, you know, I really didn't think I was going to get their names right right away. But man, I dug in right from the beginning. Yep. I know their names better than Ever Rise. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Atlas starting against Carter, um, lots of holds, and Atlas gets Carter down, but he is able to get back to his feet. Atlas takes Carter down again and gets him in an arm bar. Atlas flipping to avoid all the moves um, and a cover for a one. This Carter guy is pretty dang good. Um now and working over the arm that Atlas was. Carter flipping his way out of the holds and he is laughing at it all. Um, Carter does like this corkscrew move off the ropes to cover Swerve for a two. Um, Lee in now. Lee gets down um, Swerve and is working over the arm. Swerve trying to kick his way out, and he does. Um, Swerve gets Lee in the corner and just destroys him. Atlas in and takes control. Lee with a big backwards elbow to get Atlas off of off of him, then off the ropes. Um, Swerve rips Lee off the apron. Atlas goes flying out of the ring and puts Lee into the announce table. Now everyone's just flying everywhere until Lee does this amazing swan dive flippy thing out of the ring and takes out Atlas and Swerve. Vic Joseph, again, thank you, saying something about these rascals. So I guess they are the rascals. Thanks, Vic.
0: They are indeed. Um. (laughs) Or were.
1: (laughs) Swerve and Carter in, and Carter is trying to fight Swerve off so badly and ducks under Swerve to get a tag. Swerve tags in Atlas. Lee's so ready to take out Atlas. Lee just so great, and he moves like a dancer. Um, Carter tagged in, and they pull off an assisted standing Moosalt for two because Swerve broke it up. Swerve in and takes Carter out um, to the outside. Atlas gets a big German suplex for, um, for a one a one Um, wait, what? Atlas gets a big germis suplex on Lee, and then Swerve with something equally as huge. Atlas tags in, and we get some tandem offense here. Atlas with a huge kick to the face. Swerve with a 450 and a 2 because Carter broke it up. Swerve throwing Carter out of the ring, and then gets tagged back in. Lee looking a little loopy here. Um, Swerve and Atlas working together to get Lee on the ropes. Carter takes Atlas out over the top rope to the outside. Lee pushes Swerve off, and everyone is down. Lee is looking for help, but Carter's not there. Um, but then there he is, and he tags in. Uh, he's able to help um, his partner fend off Swerve. Swerve goes flipping off the ropes to no one. Then Carter is setting Swerve up for Lee to finish him with a move, I believe, is just called the MSK, and they win.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, shocking debut, but I thought it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um. And either these guys really know each other or they are all just that damn good.
0: Yes. So uh, it's a combination I, of both. Okay. Um, I loved it. I do not know what MSK stands for. Uh, I don't think they mentioned uh, once. So it's like a weird, it that's feels true. like it's a thing that means a thing, but mm-hmm. we were not told what that is. So that's a, yeah. a mystery. Um, maybe they're like the mystery street kids. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, okay. I don't know. Uh, the Mean Street Kids? I don't know. Maybe it maybe it stands for something like that.
1: I don't know. I googled MSK and uh, Memorial Sloan Kettering is what came up. I don't think that's <laughs> what we're quite going for.
0: I mean, I'm okay if that's what they want to go with for their name. It's uh, <laughs> It definitely stands out amongst the crowd. Uh, people will remember that. Um, it, it will. So... I got to say, I'm i I'm a slightly annoyed by the name Wes Lee. Uh, that bothers me.
1: Uh, I'm not. I enjoy it.
0: It feels funny in a way that I don't like. Um, but yeah, the other one is, uh, oh gosh, what was his name? Uh, Nash. Nash Carter. Carter uh, which definitely sounds like a character from that uh, Chuck Norris show in the 90s that he'd had on USA Network. Um, Walker, Texas Walker, Ranger. Walker, Texas Ranger. Yes. Nash Carter totally sounds like a character from that show. Um, that being said, their names before were... Uh, Nash Carter was Zachary Wentz, and uh, Wes Lee was Desmond Xavier. Uh, were their names prior to this? Wentz
1: is... No. What about Wentz? I don't know. I can't... Wentz and
0: Des? I don't know. Yeah, Wentz together. and Des uh, were kind of the shortened... Uh, And I think that's probably what they went by in Impact. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew of them before Impact. I saw them in PWG uh, out in California. And uh, that is where they probably also got to uh, wrestling guys like Jake Atlas and Swerve, who also uh, wrestled out there fairly frequently as well. So I'm sure they knew each other quite well. Uh, this was not as good as some of the stuff from, like, there, but it's to be expected. The only thing that I really had any sort of issue with, um, like, it's a little twofold. Like, one of the one of the issues is that normally when there would be fans, this would be one of those signings where you'd have them, like, in the crowd of a takeover. They don't do those right mm-hmm. now because there's no crowds. Right. Um, but this would be one of those things where people would be like oh they got those guys or would give mm-hmm. or for people who didn't know who they were it would give them time to like go I mean, like go internet them uh and see and like find their stuff to get like hyped or excited for them um
1: hey Twitter was all over this
0: yes I so. mean tw- Twitter definitely was like wrestling Twitter for sure knew um, mm-hmm. But if you just look at it from the standpoint of, like, somebody who doesn't know, it's always weird. Like, I didn't like how they brought them in as a mystery and then treated them like you should know who they are. Because, I mean, you you did, you did know that the Internet said it was these guys, but you didn't know who those guys were. They were just no. guys that you'd never seen before.
1: And here's what I'll say, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I think these guys nailed it. Like Oh, yes. If, if it was anyone other than the two of them, I don't think this type of an introduction would have worked. Mm-hmm. But because of how fire they came out, I yeah. think it was awesome.
0: Yeah. No, they definitely had a really good debut. Uh, the only thing that I would question is that they did their original finisher happened early in this match, and it was kicked out of... Uh, and the finisher that they used at the end, I thought was less impressive looking um, than their original finisher, which is... Uh, the, the moment in the match where, um, I'm gonna have to get used to calling them Nash, Nash and, uh, Nash and Wes, uh, when Nash goes for like the, the moonsault or the shooting star press at the guy's feet. And then Wes pushes him in midair to push him on top of the guy to like land on him to do the move. Like that was their usual finisher. It looks really interesting and cool. I don't know what purpose it serves other than for it to look cool, but um, mm. that was what they used to do. And I think that's more impressive looking visually, anyway. Uh, but that's sort of where my complaints end. Uh, they had a really good match. Um, yeah, most of my complaints just was with how they handled their debut. I feel I was like say
1: you have a lot of complaints on this one. I feel like, like
0: none of it's about the match. All of it's about like the handling. I mean, a lot of that's that's been a lot of my NXT complaints is that it feels like they went mm-hmm. from a very tightly uh, tightly planned out, um, like things just felt very natural, like progressing from mm-hmm. one story to the next. Everything felt like, yes, this is how that should have gone, and now it feels much more jumbled, much more like a Raw or a SmackDown, although apparently not as bad as those shows uh, in terms of like the storylines and how they're playing out. But it's not as good as it used to be, at least for me or for my tastes anyway. Um,
1: I I will say I think the wrestling is much better than Raw or SmackDown, but I don't know. (laughs) Yes, I think that's
0: true. Um, Even then, I still feel like it's not what it was before AEW rolled around. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think some of that's due to getting rid of so many of the very, very talented people they had. And they're sort of like Mm -hmm. in a rebuilding phase. Uh, they've sort yep. of been in it for a little while here. That, um, and
1: they don't get to do as much experimentation in the house shows.
0: No, also true. Um, but mm-hmm. right, team one because you don't want the team of guys that have been feuding with each other to win. Uh, right, Because that would be weird. So, nope, I approve of this. Uh, and I thought the match itself was good. I gave it a three.
1: Okay, I went higher than that. Okay. I went three and a half. I really Ooh. like
0: this. Okay, Grapple gave it 3.22. In the...
1: Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, backstage again, and we get another women's Dusty Cup announcement. Um, Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm teaming up together. Um, Casey Caden and, uh, or Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter um, are also in, and that's awesome. So I'm excited to see the two of them. Yes. Um, also on the twitters, um, Casey and Caden posing with Carter and lee so i think they're going to become a little subgroup of sorts yeah which is kind of fun like because they all kind of have that same energy so um all right zaya and boa um are feeling and looking like super superheroes the um in a another recap of them um then we get a video of scarlet who's talking in tongues again um and apparently they are coming for finn but i think they're gonna have to get in line behind pete i don't know something's happening yes um all right now we get azaya limat she's back with her really cool entrance the masked woman or um painted woman i don't know what she is is still there sitting on her throne uh and boa's still looking like an mib agent um and honestly, when do we get the masked, the mixed tag team Dusty Rhodes classic?
0: Because- mm, Are they going to do that? They might.
1: I don't know, but my money's on Zaya and Boa. <laughs> <laughs> um, and <laughs> Zaya could. goes- up, Yeah, right? I think it would be great. Maybe next year. Um, Zaya going up against someone. This poor woman doesn't even get a name. Um, Zaya takes down this other woman very quick here, and then a spinning heel kick to the face- um, to pick up the win. Um, literally two moves, very fast. Um, Zile just looking ridiculously strong, um, and she can go up against Raquel at this point um, solely based on her arm size, and I'd believe it.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's all I had. I, ga- <laughs> I gave it all of a one.
0: Oh, I went... I, maybe I was giving her the, the friendly benefit and gave her one and no. a half. Okay. Uh, but Grapple was having none of that. 0.
1: 0.97. Ooh, that's rough. It was two moves, so I get it. Yes. Um, <laughs> post-match, Zaya's not done dishing out the punishment and the master at the end basically signaling for Zaya to finish this other woman. Mm-hmm. So she's like the leader of uh, Mortal Kombat.
0: finish. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> Kinda.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, Casey and Caden are super excited for their appearance at the Dusty Roads um, Classic. Um they're okay that everyone looks down on them because they are ready to deliver. Um They're gonna surprise like, people. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like their uh, their spots. I think they're fun and energetic, and I hope we see more from them. Mm-hmm. Um, more backstage stuff happening, uh, Atlas and Swerve not happy with each other, um, beating each other up, have to get broken up by a bunch of dudes, um, Bronson Reed gets in between them, um, and he and Swerve, I guess, are not done. Not done.
0: That's okay. Uh, well, I don't know. And
1: that brings us to our main event. We have,
0: oh. Oh, no, we're good. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Um, Main event time, we have Breezango versus Undisputed Era. Tyler Breeze definitely had a a cupping treatment before this match. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, The announce table announcing that Kyle had a TMJ injury. Look, so do I. So does like half of America who grind their teeth. He's fine. I don't, I'm not buying the whole that he's not medically cleared bit. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, Cole and Bree's starting, um, taking a long time to get going. Um, finally, they lock up, and Tyler really trying to choke the life out of Cole. But Cole gets up, lots of um, off the ropes, and they both go for a super kick at the same time and stop, because I guess they respect each other too much. Um, Cole, they say, the only competitor to have won a Dusty Cup before. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Cole gets Tyler down then Tyler gets Cole down um, literally just a back and forth Strong and Fandango come in they hold hands um, and then go for the shoulders Strong gets Fandango down with a hip toss and then goes for the shoulder again Fandango writhing in pain um but back to his feet um, and then takes down Strong um, and then starts to work on his arm. Um, he gets Strong down um, and just continue. Oh, I said that already, sorry. Strong trying to fight his way up and finally able to get to his feet and then takes down Fandango um, and looks for the Stronghold, maybe, but it doesn't connect. Fandango takes down Strong with a kick. Cole in getting and getting destroyed, then Breeze tags in, double kick to Cole, and then the cover for the two. Um, Cole looking to get to Strong, but Breeze not allowing it. Breeze gets Cole out of the ring and then goes to fly through the ropes, and Cole gets a kick to Breeze's face from the floor. Cole rolls himself back into the ring um, and gets to Strong, um, and Breeze gets to Fandango. Strong coming in uh red- Ridiculously fast. He gets a swinging neck breaker and then a back breaker. And then he takes out Breeze just because. And he covers Fandango for a two. Cole's back in and Strong picks up Fandango, drops him with knees to the midsection. Cole follows up with a super kick for a two. Cole looking for the last shot, but Fandango Jock's out of the way. Breeze in and he gets off a backstabber against Cole for a two that looks pretty great. Breeze takes out Strong. Then this crazy tandem offense where Breeze has Cole um, and then Fandango jumps onto him and picks up a two because Strong breaks it up breeze takes out strong cole takes out breeze and fandango um, and every takes out everyone and they're all down Um, pete danny and oni do come out to take um on kyle um and finn comes out now for the assist um cole the first one up in the ring and he is very upset at what's happening to poor kyle breeze gets off a super kick um, and then they try to take out Cole, but Strong interferes. It puts Cole um, in the right position for the Panama City Sunrise, but Fandango reverses. Then Fandango going to go off the ropes, and he gets caught with a Cole super kick for the three and undisputed era advances.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Ooh, I thought this was an interesting match. I didn't love the outside of the ring stuff because I thought it took yeah. away from the match itself. Yes, same Um here. And honestly, if it was anyone else but Adam Cole, it would have taken me completely out of the match. But I think he's like the only one who can pull it off. Mm-hmm. Overall, uh, good though.
0: I thought this was good as well. Um, right team won again. So, mm-hmm. at least so far, so good when it comes to their three for three with the right teams winning, I think. Um I think they said on the commentary that this could have been like a finals or something and I'm like mm, I like I know they have to say that because uh Breezango were the tag team champions for a little bit there. Um but I would not mm-hmm. I would have been upset if this were a finals for the tournament. Um Aww. So sorry, sorry guys. Uh I like Adam, Adam it turns out Adam Cole and Roderick Strong are a good team. Uh I th- yep. I think I still prefer Kyle and Roddy as the like they're like my the Undisputed Tag Era team. team. Mm-hmm. But uh
1: I agree, I agree.
0: This is this is not bad. This is good. It's definitely better than Fish and O'Reilly. Sorry, Bobby Fish again to uh continue to dump on him this episode. Um <laughs> but uh sorry, not sorry. Um no, I, I like the match. I thought it was good. Uh I'm glad Undisputed Era moved on. I presume they will not be winning because this is not a traditional undisputed era tag team. So I I, I would wager that they mm. will go far, but I do not think that they will win. Uh, also I gave this match a three.
1: I also gave it a three.
0: Oh, very nice and grapple gave it a 3.12. Okay.
1: We are fairly close this episode.
0: Yes. Okay, well, that's a wrap for this week's episode. In the meantime, you can head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for What Comes NXT. Hit subscribe, and that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks featuring the beginning of the women's side of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Just hold your breath